Hi, this is Emily. And this is Maddie. And this is Spill the Mead. Folk Tales. Once upon a time, we were thriving, feeling fine. Oh. And there was just a little rhyme. To go ahead and start our folk tales. Oh my gosh. Maddie's <laughs> killing it with the rhymes lately. We're killing it with the rhymes. I'm just, I yeah. don't even know if I can get out of it if I wanted to now. <laughs> We're stuck in it. Stop those rhymes now. I mean it. <laughs> Anybody want a peanut? Anybody <laughs> want a peanut? One of my favorite movies. Oh man. Okay. Well, it's folk tales 10. 10. It's also the week of Beltane. Yeah. This is just a great fucking week. Yeah. For those of you who are new here, Maddie and I are in our local Renaissance Fair and they're doing a Beltane festival and we're in it and it's a lot and we're overwhelmed and excited. It's going to be so fun. There's always this big stressful push the week before like Ren Fair and this and it's like the fucking best. But we're like wild. So if you've been trying to get a hold of us this week, sorry. <laughs> we're, we're in a corner so crying much. and trying to memorize our lines. Yes. That's what we're doing. Yes. Because we're doing little shows. It'll be so fun. It's going to be so fun. So if you are going to your local Beltane festival, have a great fucking time. Yeah. Or if you did, because technically Beltane is on May 1st, I believe. Yeah. So yeah, if you it did, is, yeah. tell us all about it. And we will know. get back to you next week. Yeah. Not this week. <laughs> no. With how great ours was. Yeah. Exactly. It's <laughs> so going to be excited. great. But in celebration of um, number 10, instead of doing, usually we do like what, three or four Yeah, we did tales. one long one once. Yeah. Once we did one long one. So that will be a thing probably going forward. But today we're literally doing 10. Yep. 10 okay. for 10. 10 for 10. So we got to get going. We got to bust these out. Yep. They're going to be short ones, obviously. Yep. But um, yeah, we're doing 10. So Maddie, would you like to start us off? Tell Hi. us where yours is from and what it's called. Here we go. This one is from Germany and it is called Helping to Lie. Okay. All right. To like L-I-E? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Let's see. There once was a nobleman who liked to tell terrible lies, but sometimes he got stuck. Uh-oh. He's not good at it? Bro. <laughs> Once he wanted to hire a new servant. When one came to offer his services, the nobleman asked him if he could lie. Well, he said, if it's got to be. Yes, said the nobleman. I sometimes get stuck telling lies. Then you will have to help me. What a weird job. <laughs> That's a like requirement. Your whole job. Yeah. yeah. Are you good at lying? Like, <laughs> uh, what? Yeah, what are you going to do? Like, you're in the middle of this line. You're going to be like, hey, servant, I'm in the middle of this line. I forgot. I, I'm stuck again. Can you come help me yeah. finish lying to this person? He's, like, like just going to stand next to you. And then, like, when he starts telling this dumb fucking story that, like, doesn't make any sense, you're going to look at the servant, like, figure it out. No. <laughs> yeah, and then the servant's going to, like, whisper in your ear in front of it. Like, what? The logistics I of know. this isn't, it's not working. Oh, man. Well, one day they were in an inn. And the nobleman was, as usual, telling lies. Once I went okay. hunting and I shot three hares in the air. That's not possible, said the others. Then you better fetch my coachman, he said, to bear witness. They fetched him. Johan, listen. Johan, probably, huh? Mm, mm, yeah, Germany. Yep. Johan, listen. I have just been telling these gentlemen about the three hares that I shot in the air. Now you tell them how that was. Why don't you just, like, pick a reasonable lie, like... Yeah. 
Well, no, but I guess like they could jump up in the air and then you just shoot him right out of the air. I but guess. like, or is he just going to use Johan as a way to be like, I'm not lying, correct? And he's going to be like, yeah, he's right. He's not lying. And then people will be like, oh, well, that guy said he did it. Yeah, I mean. And yeah. then they're just going to like move on. Yeah, because here comes Johan. Okay, Johan. Yes, sir. We were in the meadow and a hare came jumping through the hedge. And while it was jumping out, you shot it and it was dead. Afterward... Yep. Afterward, when it was cut open, there were two young hairs inside. Oh. Yeah, (laughs) fucking metal. Of course, the others could say nothing to this. On their way home, the nobleman said that it was well done. Yeah, it was. Yeah, fucking brilliant. That was brilliant. Believable, too. Yeah. You know? Little babies. I mean, it's not real. It's a lie. Yeah, it is a lie. Also, this folk tale. So it's like double a lie yeah God. it's double not true i don't know why i'm so sad for these old bunnies that don't exist yeah okay sorry right. continue <laughs> yeah there's one sentence left this is folktale number one. Oh, yeah well sir said johan the next time you tell lies try to keep out of the air on firm ground it will be easier for me to help you the end <laughs> so <laughs> So, welcome to Spill the Mead, a history gossip podcast where we read folktales sometimes. That and never there make was any fucking sense. I love folktales so much. Me too. It, they don't make any sense. Literally, okay. like, okay, yeah, like, thank you for appreciating that lie. It was good. Next time, make it a little easier for me and it'll be even better. The end. The end. And what these, was the moral? Usually there's, a, like, a yeah, weird moral. Literally zero moral. These guys are just going around Germany and yeah. fucking lying. Or it's, like, a feel good. I think that's... That's like one of the few that has yeah. not either been a feel good yeah. or a moral. Yeah. It was just what it was. <laughs> it, was just it was just what it was. a story. Yep. Okay. Hit us so with number two. I picked this one because it is from China and I don't think we have ever done one from China before no. because Ooh. just the books that we have owned up until this point have not been like, yeah, they haven't included anything from China. Anyways. Oh, here we so go. It's called the magic pear tree. Ooh. A farmer came from the country to sell his pears in the market. They were juicy and fragrant, and his sales were booming. When a Taoist priest, wearing tattered scarves and coarse cotton clothes, appeared... That is fun. Coarse cotton clothes. Coarse cotton clothes. Doesn't that feel like... It's like crispy. It's a crispy thing to say. I don't know why, but it's just like... Why is it... That's nice. Yeah. No. God, China's coming in hot with yeah. like this folktale. Appeared at the wagon and begged for some fruit. The farmer shooed him away, but he refused to leave. The farmer's voice rose until he was screaming and cursing. Oh, shit, fuck. Your wagon holds hundreds of pears, said the priest, and I ask for only one. That's no great loss, sir. Why get so angry? The crowd tried to persuade the farmer to part with a bruised pear and be rid of the man, but the farmer indignantly refused. At last, a market guard saw the uproar was getting out of hand and put up a few coins for a piece of fruit to throw to the priest. That was nice of the guard. there you go. Just shut the fuck up, man. Here you go. (laughs) Yeah, God, just fucking give him a pear for... At least, like, discounted its bruise. Yeah. Hands clasped above his head, the priest thanked the guard. Then he turned to the crowd and said, We who have left the world find man's greed hard to understand. Let me offer some choice pears to all you good customers. Now that you have your pears, someone said, why don't you eat it yourself? All I needed was a seed for planting, replied the priest. Mm -hmm. And holding the fruit in both hands, he gobbled it up. Wait, I thought he was going to give it away. 
No, he is holding. Not it. anymore. He he gobbled that with shit with both hands. Yeah, like a little ear of corn. <laughs> oh, I was thinking like a little squirrel or like yeah. a little raccoon in their little fingies. Made that very cute. <laughs> no, I was thinking like straight up like a corn cob just bzzz, like I do down love the side that too. Of. That is excellent. <laughs> Um, then he took the little shovel that he carried on his back and dug several inches into the ground. Um, he's right here. Uh, right here, right now. Oh. He's planting this tree. I hope it's an ideal spot because he yeah, ain't moving. Uh, he placed the seed in the hole and covered it with earth. The priest called for hot water and a bystander with a bystander with a taste for mischief fetched some from a nearby shop. The priest poured the water <laughs> over the seed he had planted. Was there a reason to clarify the bystander had a taste for mischief? <laughs> I was just asking. I was just gonna ask, like, why was that important to the story? How fun! And it's folktales, so yeah. it probably Folk won't tales, come back yeah. around. There were three sons, and two of them you'll never hear about again. Yeah. And one it's was either really good or one sucked. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> why did it matter? Just also, so you know, hot water. I feel like you probably shouldn't pour hot water on any plant. I feel maybe this is the ticket. Maybe this is why all my shit dies i was about to say i, I do have a black thumb so maybe i yeah. need to be learning i if anything i would be putting like ice cubes in the water <laughs> like here here little plants is it hot today my yes. love here here's an ice cube the priest poured the water over the seed he had planted every eye was now on him mm. behold a tiny shoe appeared oh god that fast? Are they? <laughs> no, fast. nope. These people were just standing here for like <laughs> months, months, just like oh eyes years apparently, because steadily it increased in size until it became a full-grown tree oh, with twigs and leaves and unruly profusion. In a flash, it burst into bloom and then into fruit. Masses of large, luscious pears filled its branches. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The priest turned to the tree, plucked the pears. There's lots of like little alliterations no, lots in this. Lots of alliteration. Yeah. And began presenting them to the onlookers. In a short while, the fruit was gone. Then with the shovel, the priest started to chop the tree. Tang, tang. The blows rang out in the air until finally the tree fell. Taking the upper part of the tree onto his shoulders, the priest departed with a relaxed gait and untroubled air. Nice. During all this, the farmer had been part of the crowd, gaping with outstretched neck and forgetting his business. But when the priest departed, the farmer noticed that his wagon was empty. And then the suspicion came to him that it was his own pears which had been presented to the crowd. Looking more carefully, he saw that a handle had been chopped off the wagon. In vexation, he searched until he found it lying discarded at the foot of a wall. I feel like this is supposed to be this big, like, waha moment, and I want it so badly, but... I'm so But confused. I thought that everyone just watched with their eyeballs a tree shoot no, out of the it ground was, and pears he, come off Bro of just, like, put the handle of the wagon, like, stuck it into the ground and, like, threw some pears at it from the wagon was like, that's a pear tree. And, and everyone's was, like, like, amazing. Did you guys see Incredible. that pear tree I grow out of the ground like and sprout? magic where, like, the wood from the tree, like, made, like, it did grow, but, like, as the tree's growing, like, the handle from the wagon disappeared. And as the pears are growing on the tree, they're disappearing okay. from his cart. That's there it is, there it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's the only option. Exactly. Otherwise, this does not make sense. I mean, they never do. In vexation, he searched until he found it lying discarded at the foot of a wall. And now he realized... Okay, I already said that. Oh, this is the last last sentence. Oh, shit. Okay. The priest... Of the priest, there was no sign at all. But the marketplace was in an uproar of laughter. 
All right. Welp, and there was number two. There's that. I have no words. Nothing to say. Me either. I have, yep. I also have no thoughts. And that was that. No thoughts, all vibes. Yep. Okay. Moving right on to number three. This one is a literal paragraph. Okay. um, And it is from Japan. And look at us. Look at us go. And getting some folktales from around the world. And it is called An Endless Story. Mm. Mm -hmm. We have had one from Japan before, you know. It's a frog. No, but I I do not love a frog. We've had two from Japan before. What was the other one? I only remember frogs. It was the spooky, scary one during Halloween season. It was the man who fell in love with a woman, but the woman was actually a skeleton. And the neighbor kept seeing the guy... Walking around with this lady, but it was really a skeleton. Ah, you don't remember this was at all. Was I there? You were. Was that on, in like... In fact, there. Like, on my podcast? Like, b- with us together? Yeah, that low-key, I think, was our first Folktales episode. Wow. I yeah. do not remember that even a tiny bit. Was this, like, a weird fever dream? I... That happened. Am I dreaming right now? What is going on? <laughs> what? No, that happened. That was a, a guy story with that a, we told. With a skeleton. Girlfriend, yeah. Okay. God, did it, listeners? Honeybees who have been here from the very beginning, way in, in, in the I'm comments. I'm going back to Folktales 1 after this. Yeah, please do. I, wow. I mean, I believe you. My memory is shit. But, yeah. like, some, usually when you say something, I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that now. <gasps> but, wow, I've got nothing. The peony lantern. Oh, nope, that sounds familiar. Right? And there that was a servant girl that walked around with them and she carried this lantern. Walked around with the couple. You know, I do, now that you're saying it, I do remember that and I think I was confused during the story as well. I was as well. Okay. Yep, there it was. Okay. But we well, always are. Okay, yeah, this, one's, this one's going to be better. Yeah. Okay. It's only a paragraph. How bad can it confuse us? <laughs> Long ago... All the rats in Nagasaki got together and decided that since there was nothing left to eat in Nagasaki, they would cross over to Satsuma. They boarded a ship and set out. It happened that on the way, they met a ship on which all the rats in Satsuma had gotten aboard, intending to go to Nagasaki. Uh Uh-oh. Crosswires alert. Uh Uh-oh. They asked one another how things were and discovered that there was nothing to eat in either Satsuma or Nagasaki. no! There was no use in going to Nagasaki, nor any use to going to Satsuma. So they decided to jump into the sea and drown. And the first rat began to cry, choo-choo, and jumped over with the splash. Choo-choo. Then another rat cried, choo-choo, and jumped over with the splash. Then another cried, choo-choo, and jumped over with the splash. And then another cried, choo-choo, and jumped over with the splash. And another cried, choo-choo, and jumped over with the splash. And another cried, choo-choo. No, stop it, you little rats. No more choo-choos. And it's then the story goes on forever. That's it. That's the whole thing. There was number three. <laughs> Are you sure? Splash. Yep, one hundred percent. Yep, that's it. <laughs> what the that was fuck? number three. Okay, I am learning. Like, okay, okay. Listen, <laughs> usually during our folktale episodes, they're like weird, mm-hmm. you know. And sometimes it's like, oh, that little element, like it didn't come back around. Yeah, they're usually not this like 
fucking what yeah no the who knew the short ones the short ones are are the crazy ones wow i think this one okay so i bought a book of african myths and legends thank you for that and we have never read one from this book yet this one seems cute though it doesn't seem confusing so far from the ones i've skimmed in this book which are very few they don't seem like confusing ones they all seem like cute or deep like Africa oh, yeah. knows where it's at. All right, it's okay. gonna it's gonna get me in the feelers. So this one is the sun and moon. Okay, well I'm already tearing up. Mm-hmm. It's from West Africa, and also like this continues. So there's like I'm only gonna read this first one, but there's the sun and moon, and then the next one is why the sun and the moon live in the sky, and then the one after that is why the moon waxes and wanes. Oh my god! Yeah, I want I want all of that information. <gasps> The next one is the prince who insisted on possessing the moon. But that's a long one, so that's for another day. Yeah, God, we just have to have, like, a whole moon episode. Um, Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Like, full moon. Next time our episode comes out on a full moon. Yep. That's what we're doing. Okay. Okay. Um, So, the sun and the moon from West Africa. The sun and the moon fell in love and decided to marry. Stop it. Yeah. For a time, they were very happy together and produced many children whom they christened christened stars. Hot. But it was not long before the moon grew weary of her husband. Okay, no. And decided to take a lover. Oh. Refusing to conceal the fact that she greatly enjoyed the variety. Okay. The variety. The variety. The sun's not enough for you, bitch. Good God, no! And she's like, she wants him to know. Yeah. Oh, she. Yeah, she's not concealing the variety. Of course, the son soon came to hear of his wife's brazen infidelity. Well, yeah. And the news made him extremely unhappy. Mm -hmm. He attempted to reason with the moon, Hmm. but just leave her, dude. (laughs) But but when he saw that his efforts were entirely fruitless, he decided to drive his wife out of his house. There, there it is. Some of the children sided with their mother, while others supported their father. But the son was never too hard on his wife, in spite of their differences, and saw to it that their possessions were equally divided up. It's an amicable divorce. The son is going to co-parent so well. (laughs) He's a great co-parent. Yeah, this is like mediation is going super well. They're not going to have to take it to like actual court. Like this is great. Who's the Who's the slam piece? We never find out. I gotta know. I am wondering. Is Is it Earth? Is it Earth? Little Moon's scandal. hanging around Earth a lot. Ugh. Like a passing comet? Oh. Like just a little... Yeah. Like, some... The comet that like killed the dinos? Who knows? Yeah, that's a Let's big one. Let's find out. It's a big comet. The moon was always too proud to accept her husband's kindness. God, what a bitch. However, and even to this day, she continues to make a habit of trespassing on his lands, often taking her children with her and encouraging them to fight the siblings who remain behind with their father. Wow. The moon's a Sagittarius. (laughs) (laughs) And now I'm going to pit our children against each other. Fuck that. Yeah, the moon fucking sucks. The moon a fire sign? Who knew? Absolutely, the moon is. Yeah, you would think the moon would be a water sign, but here we are. Absolutely not. The constant battles between the star children of the sun and the star children of the moon produce great storms of thunder and lightning. And it is only when she becomes bored of these confrontations that the moon sends her messenger, the rainbow, into the field, instructing him to wave a cloth of many colors as a signal for her children to retreat. Okay. Sometimes the moon herself is caught by the sun attempting to steal crops from his 
fields. Oh my God. Whenever this happens, he chases after his estranged wife. And if he catches her, he begins to flog her or even tries to eat her. Honestly, yeah, dude. Like, she's a pain in the ass. Is that like an eclipse? I is that oh, what that's referencing? Yeah, maybe. I actually forgot that like this is like I'm like <laughs> yeah, in this, this is story. the sun and the moon. I'm like and no, I'm now she's a nightmare. Like this is in reference to like if you're on Earth, like yeah. the sun's crops. Oh, like crops on Earth. Like the Earth is not a separate like little dude. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Yeah. You're right. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, so it was not Earth. This is a folk tale, so it's probably from forever ago, and they do not know really that much about planets. I, I do know. like how forever ago, though, they're still like, oh, she's fucking cheating on her husband. Yeah, fucking bitch. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, there's some kids stories. picked the dad. Some kids picked the mom. It's his life. It's his you life. know. Yeah. Even with the planets, I guess, and the stars. Um. Well, so he tries to eat her sometimes. Yeah. Oh my God. I'm so proud of myself. So whenever a man sees an eclipse, I'm so proud. He knows that things have come to blows once again between husband and wife up above. At this time, he must be certain to beat his drum and threaten the sun very loudly. For if he does not, the sun must finish, might finish the job. Oh shit. And we should certainly lose the moon forever. Are you guys beating? There was an eclipse a couple years ago. I was not beating a drum. You weren't, Emily. No, are we going to lose the moon now? Well, fucking if you're not going to be out there beating your drum with the rest of us. What are you doing? Just not once did I beat my drum. Oh, Emily. It's like you want the sun to eat the moon. Uh, I guess. I guess so. I don't. I'm sorry, moon. But also, like, you're a big fat cheater. Cheater McCheaterson. Go to therapy. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah, go to therapy. All right. Wait, question. Yes. Who's the therapist of all the planets? Because it's not Saturn. Because Saturn's like too extra. Like with all. Oh, the out rings. of out of all of the planets. Oh, okay. Who's, I thought. Who's the therapist? I thought planet? you meant if all the planets were going to therapy, who's the therapist? I'm like, dude, I cannot think that large. No, no. But no. um, which one? What? Mm. I. Okay. Oh wait, what you got one? No, I rescind. I was going to say Pluto because Pluto has a lot of issues and maybe it has learned to work through them. But no, Pluto has too many issues. Pluto is also going to planet therapy. Yeah. Um, this might be a weird one for some people, mm-hmm. but hear me out. Um, I'm going to say Uranus. Uranus. <gasps> okay, and not for a joke, but for realsies. Yes! Because Uranus has, like, no drama, and it just hangs yeah. out by itself. Yeah, and gets yeah. made fun of, but they've, like, for no reason, to, like, put, like, keep yes! their head up high. Exactly. And, like, move forward, and so now they're here to, like, take care of everybody else. Exactly, like, they have How been through hell, and Uranus. so when they grew up, now they have been through everything, and now they can help all of you. I was yeah. going to say Jupiter, but he's just a full of hot air. A big fucking gas oh, giant. Yeah. We can't do that. And you know that. what? Mars is such a little attention whore. Like, yeah, maybe no. I have aliens on me. Maybe I don't. Maybe you'll just have to come and find out, bitch. Like, oh, yeah, ugh, no. Mars is too much. Mercury is like the Aries of it all. Like, it chills way too much by the sun. Like, there's no healthy Mercury. No, no. It's but Uranus is cause. where it's at. Uranus is like the mom friend of the group. Right. Because, mm-hmm. like, I feel like Uranus, like, it's a water sign, but it's like the yeah. Cancer. Because I almost said Neptune, but I'm like, no, Neptune has that giant blue spot on it that is like that huge huge storm that like moves all around the planet <gasps> which is big pisces vibes and you that's it's not what chaotic. we're looking for it's the chaos much. comes every once in a while yeah. uranus is just like solid it, it has it's that little for you has that nice little ring it's been through the ringer yeah but it has come out yeah it, it it wasn't the one who like 
is now not a planet Pluto. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, it's still there. Yeah. Still a part of the group. Still doing a great job. Yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. So, yeah, it's Uranus. I absolutely agree. It's Alrighty. beautiful. Well, what number is this? Four? Four? Already? Yeah. Oh, okay, four. Okay, I hope so, right? Yeah. No, no, four. No. Okay, so um, this one is from Syria. Again, a new place. <clears throat> it's super short, and it's called When One Man Has Two Wives. Uh-oh. Yeah. Um, one, okay, a man had two wives, and both loved him. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Oh, God. The one was young and the other old. Oh, no. Oh, when, oh, oh man. Okay. I only, I saw the length and picked it. I didn't even read the title. So, oh, oh no. Okay. Uh, whenever the man <laughs> lay down to sleep with his head on the young wife's knees, she would pluck the white hairs from his head so that he should appear youthful. How rude. Ew. The shame. I hate that. And whenever he rested his head in the older wife's lap and slept, she would pluck out the black hairs from his head so that he should be white haired like herself. What the flying fuck, you guys? This man is bald. And it was not so long before the man was bald. Oh, what the fuck? What? Such. This is the last line. <laughs> Are you ready for the last sentence? No. No, you are. I already have so many thoughts and feelings. Okay. Do you do you want to recap it? Recap it for us really quick, and then I'm gonna slap you with this last line. A man has two wives. One is young. One is old. The young one wants her husband to appear young, so she plucks out all his gray hairs. The old one wants her husband to appear old like her, so she plucks out his black hairs. And now? Such is the origin of the saying, between Hannah and Banna vanished our beards. What? Yep. Um, such is the origin of the saying, which we all know and love, uh, <laughs> well, between mean, Hannah and Banna banished our beards okay do we have any syrian listeners because i yeah Uh huh yeah what i'm trying to think like between hannah and banna vanished our beards like that can literally only apply to this situation right maybe it is like a saying yeah like an expression because emily on patreon has her expression series and sometimes there are expressions that we use like all over the place today that derive from one isolated incident how do you spell hannah and how do you spell banna um h-a-n-n-a-h like the name got it (laughs) b-a-n-n-a-h don't overthink it (laughs) all right it's the same Okay. Our so this is what popped up. Okay. I I put it between Hannah and Banna, vanished our beards. Correct. Yes. Okay. Are are our beards? Are sorry. Our. Yeah. Beards. That wasn't just me studying, stuttering, okay. and saying are our beards. This is what popped up. No. <clears throat> Missing sixteen-year-old Hannah Beard. Next. It's just hair. The Navy's war on beards is self-destructive. Okay. Next. In the new Egypt, beards appear where they were once banned. I really hope they find that missing girl. <gasps> Next one. Woman shows... Yeah, me too. 16. Yeah, no, that's awful. Baby. Um, Hopefully that's old and they found her and everything's oh, fine. It was two years ago. I don't oh, know. Um, okay. Woman shows chin infection. Woman shows chin infection reportedly caused by kissing a man with beard. Oh, I gotta know more about that. Yeah, wait. Okay. Oh, it's terrible. It, it there's photos. Yes. Oh God. It's awful. Look at her chin. Oh, <gasps> what the fuck 
is that? A woman. It looks like she has a fucking patella growing out of her it chin. It does. Oh, no. She said she's a, a stubble survivor. It's from, she said it's from, it's a dry skin beard after kissing a boy with stubble. No. I, no, I don't know what that is, but that's, that is, that is a kneecap growing out. That is a kneecap with the skin of a testicle on it growing out of this woman's chin. So that's what, that's what we're looking yeah, at. Yeah, what the fuck? I, it, it should not. What? Well, the internet has no clue what this saying is. And no. so if you are of Syrian so, descent, please, please let us know. Yeah, because that solved absolutely fucking nothing no, for us. No, but I mean, I loved it. Yeah, me too. How did he not wake up? Like, literally having that every is, single hair That is the big question I have. How the fuck did he not wake up? Yeah. Like, where did they start? Like, where did he start balding, you know? Right? <laughs> like, just... Yeah, what the fuck? Okay, my next one is from Iceland. Oh my gosh, we're all over. And this one is called The Seal Skin. Oh. There is one some man, some man, yeah, from Maidral in eastern Iceland who went walking among the, among the rocks by the sea one morning before anyone else was up. He came to a mouth of a cave and inside the cave he could hear merriment and dancing. But outside he saw a great many seal skins. Oop. He took one skin away with him, carried <gasps> it home, and locked it away in a chest. What a fucking dick. Silky? Yeah. Later in the day. Silky. Not anymore, because <gasps> he took the Inside skin. the cave? Do you think it was a bunch of Selkies? Yes. And now he just stole his skin, and now there's a Selkie? Oh my god. Oh my god. Yeah, I no, love Selkies. Yeah, okay. For sure. Yeah, here we go. Later in the day. Oh my god. Oh my god. I think it is a Selkie. <laughs> there's no way it's not a Selkie. <laughs> From Iceland? Yeah. <laughs> Later in the day, he went back to the mouth of the cave. There was a young, lovely woman sitting there, and she was stark naked and Ooh. weeping bitterly. <sighs> You're naked in Iceland. I bet you are, girl. Yeah, damn. Um, this was the seal whose skin it was that the man had taken. She's a fucking selkie. Mm -hmm. And he, he's a fucking thief. Yeah, he is. He gave the girl some clothes, comforted her, and took her home with him. Oh, great. Thank you, sir. She grew very fond of him, but did not get on so well with other people. Oh. Often she would sit alone and stare at the sea. That is the thing with selkies. You take away their skin. Yeah. Men do this. They take away selkie skin. And the woman's so beautiful, and so he makes her marry him, and then he never gives her back her skin, and she just, like, wastes her life away just staring at the sea and, yeah, like, wishing she was home back. again. Yeah, mm -hmm. And she doesn't even know that he has, like, it's right there. It's in the house. Oh, she has no idea. Yeah. After oh. some while, the man married her, and they got on well together and had several children. As for the skin, the man always kept it locked up in the chest and kept the key on him wherever he went. Fucking dick. He knows. He so knows. But after many years, he went fishing one day and forgot it under his pillow at home. Now's your chance, girl. Girl, go. Other people say he went to church one Christmas with the rest of his household, but that his wife was ill and stayed at home. He'd forgotten to take the key out of the pocket of his everyday clothes when he changed. Be that as it may, when he came home again, the chest was open and both wife and skin were gone. <laughs> she had taken the key and examined the chest and there she'd found the skin. She had been unable to resist the temptation, but had said farewell to her children, put the skin on and flung herself into the sea. Oh. Before the woman flung herself into the sea, it is said that she spoke these words. Woe is me. Ah, oh, woe is me. I have seven bairns on land and seven in the sea. What is a bairn? It's like a baby, I think, right? Okay. 
I'm with context. That's what it sounds like to me. But yeah, okay. I, I believe I've uh, well, I I'm I'm, a, yeah. I'm trying to think of where I've heard so heard that I've heard that on like just, a historical like movie or something. It, and it said was, they have several children. I didn't realize several meant seven. Yeah, but shit. apparently she has seven in the sea too. So ooh, yeah. this girl got fourteen kids. Yeah, they're wow. fertile. It is said that the man was brokenhearted about this. Whenever he rode out fishing afterwards, a seal would often swim round and round his boat, and it looked as if it had tears running from its eyes. Oh, you know where I've heard the word barren mm. is from Outlander, and it does mean uh, yeah. <laughs> There we go. We trust Outlander. Jamie. Oh, my gosh. I, I will bear his barren. Oh, yeah. Please. <laughs> from that time on, he had excellent luck in his fishing, and various valuable things were washed ashore on his beach. Oh. How convenient. People often noticed, too, that when the children he had by this woman went walking along the seashore, a seal would show itself near the edge of the water Aww. and keep level with them as they walked along the shore and would Aww. toss them jellyfish and pretty shells. What? But never did their mother come back to land again. Yeah, well, but she, you know, she hung out with you. That one was cute, and it was about a selkie, an yeah. Icelandic selkie. Ooh, I love that one so much. You're nice and sad. Yeah. Okay, here I go. This one is from Jamaica. All righty. This one's called Being Greedy Chokes the Anazi. Well, and that seems pretty straightforward. Okay. Anazi. Anansi. 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 One time... Anansi lived in a country that a queen, that had a queen, who was also a witch. What a fun twist. And she decreed that whoever used the word five would fall down dead because that was her secret name and she didn't want anyone using it. You, whoa, what? A five? Five, like the number, yeah. But written out. That's really fucking unfair. That's really unfair. I mean, stuff, but there's five of stuff sometimes. Yeah. Like, sometimes you like, count. Like, people are, like, teaching their kids how to, like, count, and then them and their kid dies. Uh, yeah. Fucking bitch. Uh, yeah. Uh, what the fuck? Now, right. Anansi was a clever fellow, and a hungry one, too. Things were especially bad because there was a famine, so Anansi made a little house for himself by the side of the river near where everyone came out of the water. And when anybody came to get water... He would call out to them, I beg you to tell me how many yam hills I have here. I can't count very well. Yam, yam hills. Yam hills? Yam hills. Like a potato yam in a hill. Um, okay. Yep. He cannot count very well. So one by one, he thought they would come up and say, one, two, three, four, five, and they would fall down dead. Then Anansi would take them and corn them in his barrel and eat them. And that way he would have lots of food in hungry time and in times of plenty. Anansi! What? Bro! Yeah. It, I don't know what corn to corn something to means. corn them? That's what, what it says. Corning? What I'm, is corning someone? It, I don't know. It's, it's spelled like corn. Like the, like corn. <laughs> Like, juicy with nubs, corn. To corn someone. Take them and corn them in his barrel. What is corn like as a verb? I, I looked it up. I could not find an answer. Um, 
<laughs> what is corn, corn as, as a, a verb? verb? <laughs> what if this is a great word? No, no. like there's... Okay, well, what does corn mean as a verb? Form into grains to granulate. Okay, he's going to grind these motherfuckers up and put them in a barrel and eat them when times are hard. So that is a choice when yeah. you have all those yams. Yeah, it does seem, well, he's only got five. He only needs five. He could make a yam jam. <laughs> yam jam. <laughs> yam jam. <laughs> so time went on and he got his house built and his yams planted and along came guinea fowl. Okay. Um, Anansi said, I, guinea fowl is capitalized, so I'm wondering if this is a person. A character or a person? Okay. Um, but along came guinea fowl. Anansi said, I beg you, Mrs., tell me, Mrs. please, how many yams I have here. So guinea fowl went and sat on one of those hills and said, one, two, three, four, and the one I'm sitting on. Anansi said, <laughs> sucking his teeth. You can't count right. <laughs> Bird. You can't count right. And well, Guinea Fowl you know. moved to another hill and said, one, two, three, four, and the one I'm sitting on. You don't count right at all. How do you count then? Guinea Fowl said, oh. a little vexed at Anansi. Why this way? One, two, three, four, five. And he fell dead. And Guinea Fowl ate him up. This story shows that what they say is right. Being greedy chokes the puppy. The end. I'm done. I can't do it anymore. It chokes the puppy. Yep. So. I I didn't realize how little my brain could handle this many folktales. <laughs> this is a lot. This is so much to handle. Yeah, it's a lot to chew, <sighs> a lot to digest. Okay. All right. On we go. Onward we go. Yep. A what how many number? Have we done? I don't know. I only have one left over here. I believe I have two, which makes sense because you started. Yes. Okay. Well, yeah, so we've done like seven. Is that math? That, the math is mathing. Okay. As far as I am aware. Deal. Okay, this is from the Zulu people in Southern Africa. Okay. The chameleon. And then in parentheses, how death came into the world. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> okay. That sound started really chill and then ended really not. And God. it is really short. Lizards. Okay. Lizard species type things like freak me the fuck out so bad chameleons kill me, chameleons kill me. how do they change color eyes. the fucking eyeballs i can't even watch like ringo it freaks Ooh, me they're out like three Ooh. yeah it's like three it's like little beaky fingers you know, they are, little oh, they're beaky very fingers. beaky yeah i love uh, you know i know i know you love a lizard yeah. this is why we're great they're team. just like Four words in is like a very long, cool-ass looking word that I just know I'm going to mispronounce, but it's so fucking cool. Okay. It is said, unkululunkulu. Unkulunkulu. Oh, man. Unkulukulu. I want to hear a native speaker say that so oh, they, They're going to say so much better than that. Wow. You're doing great, though. But no, anyways, it sounds cool. That is the supreme creator. Okay. Sent a chameleon. He said to it, go chameleon, go and say, let not men die. The chameleon set out. It went slowly. It loitered in the way. And as it went, it ate of the fruit of a bush, which is called 
Ubuque Bizen. Mm-hmm. At length, the supreme creator sent a lizard, the blue-headed gecko, after the chameleon, when it had already set out for some time. The lizard went, it ran, made great haste, for the great creator had said, Lizard, when you have arrived, say, let men die! Oh, wait, what? Instead of let not men die, yeah, it's let men die now. Oh, okay. The blue, we we don't like blue-headed lizard. We I guess like so, yeah. Okay. So the lizard went and said, I tell you, it is said, let men die. <laughs> the lizard came back again to the great creator before the chameleon had reached his destination. The oh, Jesus. Sweet time. I think they're slow, right? They Isn't are that, slow. like, dirty? Yeah. yeah. Too, too, oh, for too, heaven's sakes, we do not little. have the time. No. The chameleon, which was sent first... Which was sent to go and say, let not men die. At length it arrived and shouted saying, it is said, let not men die. Just like, wow. So oh, late. baby. Yeah. That's too late for that. Yeah. <laughs> but men answered, oh, we've accepted the word of the lizard. It is told <laughs> us the word. It is said, let men die. You're like, oh, shit. We're already <laughs> dying. <laughs> so we cannot hear your word. Through the word of the lizard, men will die. So. That's the whole story. And you know what the thing is about it, Emily, is I feel like the creator fucking knew that. And so, like, why even send the chameleon at all? You know? And if, like, you were like, oh, this message of let not men die really needs to get out there and the chameleon's taken way too long. Like, why not send the blue-headed lizard with the same with message, the same message of yeah. let not men die. No, that's the thing. That's that's what that's such a creator move. That too. is so a creator that's move. Such that's a very god move. of him. Yeah, that's that's you know mm-hmm. so shocking, so predictable. All right, let's us head over to Ireland. Okay, and um, let's give this a shot. It's called John Brodison and the Policeman. Okay. All right. Let's see what kind of man John Broadison is. There was a famous character in our country. He lived at... He he lived at... Oh, my God. No. Is this how it's pronounced? Balanalek? Balanalek. Balanalek? Is that a place I really want to hear an Irish person say this man's name and also that. Yeah. Balanalek. Oh, wow, I'm obsessed. Um, anyways, that was where John Broadison was born. He was a famous liar. This is like oh a Oh, my trend. gosh, yeah. No, no cats, no... <laughs> lying. Yeah, the, lying is the trend. Lying's the thing here. I, he was a famous liar. I knew him. I was often talking to him. He was a kind of smart old boy, you know, quick-witted. <laughs> he was coming out of oh, Enniskillen one night with an ass. With that ass. <laughs> with that ass. Caked up on a Tuesday uh, afternoon. Uh, he came out with an ass and a cart. Okay. And the law was, ye had to have a light on after a certain time on a cart. Do you see? Safe. When it was dark. Yeah, that's a good. Here that's comes a good. policeman. Yeah. Ye have to have a light. It reiterates. Wow. Ye have to have <laughs> ye a light. Have, thou have to have yeah. a light. So... The policeman was standing at Balanalet Cross, and Broadison knew that the police would be there at the time. So he got out of the cart, and he took the donkey out of the cart, and he tied Wait, it. Wait, whoa, 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 the donkey's in the cart? 
Um, let us let us backspace. Uh, he was coming out of Inniskillen one night with the ass and the cart. That is all it says. But now it's saying he took the ass out of the cart. Now it is saying he took the donkey out of the cart, yes. The donkey was in the cart? Yep. And he tied it behind. Okay. That's all, yeah, just behind. And behind is italicized, so, like, he tied it behind. (laughs) And then he got into the shafts, and he started to pull the cart, and the donkey was walking behind him anyway. Did they just switch places? (laughs) I I guess. guess. And when he came to the cross, the policeman says, Broadison, ye have no light. Where's your light, Broadison? Fair enough. Ask the driver, he says. I ask the driver. (laughs) Well, and that was the sort of boy he was. Ah, he had great bids in him. The end. (laughs) That was pretty pretty cool. Was he? Yeah, that was pretty good. (laughs) He's like, as a driver, it's fucking donkey. Fucking idiot. Yeah. Gotcha. I just love, I kind of thought like the person telling the story was going to be like, and it's me, I'm John Broadus. You know, not just like, no, I've like totally (laughs) talked to this guy before. And like, he did this thing this one time. And that was the kind of fucking guy he was. Yeah. You know what? And that's it. What I admire about folktales though. Is the consistency. Yeah. The consistency of the fact that I never know whatever the fuck is going to happen. No, you ever. never know. And like, and it was like, I, yeah, I, okay. Yeah. What, yeah. What the fuck was that? There what was the that fuck have all of these Nice been? and short. I thought, I like the short ones. Well, we're ending it with another Ireland one. All right. Bridget in the Lurikeen. All right, Bridget. All right. A young girl that lived in sight of Castle Carberry near Edendary was going for a pitcher of water to the neighboring well one summer morning when who should she see sitting in a sheltering nook under an old thorn but the lurikeen working like vengeance and an old little brogue only fit for the foot of a fairy like himself. Oh, Lurikeen is a fairy? Is that okay, what it is? Okay, see, here here we go. Yeah, Googling wait. again. Yeah. What is a Lurikeen? That changes everything. Why do I assume everything is a bird? I just I, assumed it was a bird. We've had a lot of bird episodes, maybe. I don't Ooh. know. That's That could be why. Um... Well, this is from Dark Age of Camelot, Wikipedia. Oh, hell Small yeah. Small and extremely quick and dexterous, the Lurikeen are a magical race that originate from beyond the veil. <gasps> um, oh, my God. Um, they're a fairy tribe. Cute. Yeah. Lurikeen. There we go. Uh, oh, it's a leprechaun. Oh, what? Bridget, cute. I think so. It, this says like Lurikeen or leprechaun. The Bridget gonna meet the leprechaun at the well. Oh my gosh, go Bridget! Oh my god, yes. And you know, he's working like a vengeance at the old little brogue, only fit for the foot of a fairy like himself. Oh my god. There he was, boring his holes and jerking his waxed ends with his little three-cornered hat with gold lace. Oh, sweetheart. His knee breeches, his jug of beer by his side, and his pipe in his mouth. Because oh, he is an absolute babe. Oh. oh my gosh, I love him. He was so... be a lurking. Oh. Oh my gosh. He was so busy at his work and so taken up with an old ballad he was singing in Irish. Literally obsessed with the lyric. I love him so much that he did not mind Breed Heen till she had seen him by the scruff of his neck as if he was in... <gasps> what? Uh, what? As if he was in a vice. No. Ah! What are you doing? Yeah, but no, put him 
down, Bridget. I was yeah. team Bridget. Yeah, what are you doing, says he, turning his head round oh. as well as he could. Dear, dear, to think of such a pretty Colleen sna- catching a body as if he were after robbing a re- as if he was after robbing a hen roost. What did I do to be treated in such an undecent manner? That's what I want to know. Yes, the very vulgarest young ruffin in the town then could do no worse. Mm-hmm. Come, he's really given her he's a talking to. Fucking pissed. Yes. Come, come, Miss Bridget. Take your hands off. Sit down and let us have a chat. Like two respectable people. Oh my god, I am obsessed with Alaricine. He knows her name. I love this. Is she going to eat him because I'm done? (laughs) No. Okay. Ireland is a bit chiller than that, apparently. Nice. Ugh, Mr. Lyricine, I don't care a wisp of bark for your politeness. It's your money I want. And I won't take hand or eye from you till you put me in possession of a fine lob of it. Okay. I love the slang that is happening yeah i know this these. is everything a nice lob of your money what is a bark what is a lob <laughs> it's a lob, lob is so much a lob is a unit of and measurement he's called her so many different things <laughs> breed heen and a colleen yeah uh, what okay bridget one of them miss bridget yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah at one point she is miss bridget oh is that God. her yeah that's her name yeah, yeah bridget in the lyric did a very cute oh. um money indeed Ugh. where would a poor cobbler like me get it Anyhow, there's no money hereabouts, and if you'd only let me let go my arms, I'll turn my pockets inside out and open the drawer of my seat and give you leave to keep every half penny you'll find. That won't do. My eyes will keep going through you like darning needles till I have the gold. Begonies, if you don't make haste. I'll carry you, head and pluck into the village, and there you'll have thirty pairs of eyes on you instead of one. Oh, shit. He doesn't want to be perceived today, Bridget. That is 60 eyes, Bridget. Yeah, he does not want to be perceived by that many people. No, he does not. Yeah, not a single person, actually. I mean, leprechauns do famously have access to large quantities of gold. So, like, like, fair assumption. Yeah, it is a fair assumption. I do think he's yanking her chain a little bit. I think, I think this little larrakeen, what was it called? What are they again? I know it's a leprechaun, yeah. but how do you say Lurikeen? Lurikeen. Lurikeen. I feel this little Lurikeen is hiding something, and I'm rooting for him. I think I think he has more money in his pockets than he's letting on. Yeah, I'm rooting for him. Yeah. Yeah, he, he deserves to keep it all. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. He's fiery. Ooh, yeah, I, we like him. picks him up by the scruff of the neck. He is just swinging and kicking and put me down. Yeah, and you know what? If your name is Bridget and you're living by a castle in Ireland, <sighs> then your life is pretty fucking great, so you need to chillax Bridget. I'm extremely jealous of you, Bridget. Yeah. Bridget. Bridget's a beautiful name. I do Bridget. love it. <laughs> yeah. It must be great, Bridget. It must be great to be named Bridget instead of Emily. Yeah. <laughs> Manny. Oh, Emily and Manny. <laughs> well, well, was ever a poor cobbler so circumvented? And if it was an ignorant, ugly boss tune that had done it, I would not wonder. But a decent, comely girl that can read her poor man's manual at the chapel? And you may throw your compliments on the stream there. They won't do for me, I tell you. The gold, the gold, the gold! Don't take up my time with your blarney. And Bridget's not fucking around. She is here to rob your ass. Yes. (laughs) So, well, if there's any to be got, it's under the old castle it is. We must have a walk for it. Just put me down and we'll get on. Mm. Is he going to kill her? 
Isaiah, is he gonna oh. eat her? Oh, is he gonna eat her? She, she's not gonna eat him. With the way is he things have been going in these stories, he might eat her. Oh man, <laughs> put you down, indeed. I know a trick worth two of that. I'll carry you. That's okay. cute. I'm lazy as shit. I'd be like, hell yeah, you are. Yeah, you're gonna carry me. Well, how suspicious we are. Do you see the castle from this? Bridget was about turning eyes from the little man to where she knew the castle stood, but she bethought herself in time. And his tricks seem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know he is. They went up a little hillside, and the lurking was quite reconciled and laughed and joked. But just as they got to the brow, he looked up over the ditch, gave a great screech, and shouted, just as a bugle horn was blew at her ears, Oh, murder! Castle Carberry is afire! It was shitfuck. Poor Biddy gave a great start and looked up towards the castle. The same moment she missed the way to the lurking, and when her eyes fell where he had been a moment before... Oh. There was no more sign of him oh. than if it, everything that had passed was a dream. The end. Okay. So maybe it was real, maybe it wasn't. I don't know. Maybe nope. she maybe she ate some weird moldy bread and that whole thing was just some sweet trip she was on. She ate the wrong shrooms in that forest. Yeah. I love the little Lair King. I love him. I love his outfit. I love his vibe. I love that he has his mug of a beer beside him. Mm-hmm. I love that he has his pipe. Yeah. I love his little breeches. A real fired up little guy. I love that he's fired up. I love that he has a bajillion fucking names for this one girl. Yeah. He knows her actual first name, too, which I, I love. I love that he just knew that. He's just, like, a friendly larrikin. Like, he's, you He know. knows the people of the village. I love that he doesn't want to be perceived. Yeah. Same. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who does? Yeah. Who wants to be perceived? Please stop perceiving me, please. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I just love him. I love that he, like, tried all these little tricks, and I love that he went for, there's a fucking fire, and she's like, oh, shit. You know, you know, though, I do have to say that I also, I like Bridget in that story. Yeah. She was just as feisty. Okay. You know, like she was very like, no, no, you can take your compliments and throw them in the fucking stream. Give me gold. I know you have it. No, I'm carrying you over here. Fuck you. And then, yeah. it, I mean. She did. She was pretty. She was mean, but she was a good robber. She was. Up until that last moment there. I know. And then she, now I'm like, no, but you're dumb. Yep. And well. you did, you you didn't, you didn't do it. Which is good because like, I like Bridget, but I love the lurking. Also, I feel like if they had actually gotten there, there would have been, the money wasn't there. No. Because we both know that it was in a big pot at the end of a rainbow. Yeah, there was no rainbow. That's where she went wrong. Yeah. And now the lurking is going to leave and he's going to eat his cereal with marshmallows in it. Yeah, and now he's now he can't go back to that one spot by the well either, and that's no. annoying because it sounded beautiful. It, it, it was a little spot, only yeah. big enough for a fairy. Well, she's as gonna, he was. No, she's gonna have to go find another leprechaun to rob. Yeah, is is that like just, just happening all the time? I guess in Ireland to Bridget. If hey, if you're from Ireland, you're just like happening upon leprechauns every once in a while. Maybe Bridget put as much effort into maybe her own work as she did mugging a larrikin, then maybe she wouldn't have to do such things. Yeah, maybe just like, I don't know, rob like a a regular person. Pick on someone your own size, Bridget. Seriously. That's all I have to say. Yeah. That was the last one, wasn't it? That was We went through ten. I'm so proud of us. There you go. That was so fucking fun. Yep. I loved those so much. They were all wild. 
and I am more confused than I've ever been in my entire life, and I just, I love it. I'm here for it. I don't even know if I could, like, go back and tell you all of them. But I probably can tell you, too. I know. But, you know, join us for Folktales 20. Let yeah. Let me give you guys 20 oh Folktales. <laughs> We're Folktales 50, just like yeah. each one has to only be one line yeah, to get them all out there. Oh, all right. God. Well, thank you. It's Folktales 10. Love you. Bye. The priest poured. Sorry. Ah, the. Pu- it happened that on the way they made us. Sh- it happened. Whoa. Sorry.